everyone. Today we are going to explore sacred sexuality. So if you are having any kind of negative thoughts around sex like shame, if you believe sex is sinful or it is bad or shameful, then I would urge you to stay clear of those thoughts before you start listening to this transmission. Because this transmission is meant to explore the power of sacred side of the sexuality. I realize the themes that the beings I channel are exploring is upturning the taboo. Mary said that she wants to talk about sacred sexuality. And to be honest, I did have fear when she said that. I'm like, I don't know how people are going to react to that. What are you going to talk about? Am I going to be comfortable with that? So that's when she said that I'm not going to do this transmission unless you work on your limiting beliefs around this and any kind of past traumas or negative thoughts. So last two, three months, I have been devotedly doing that, a serious personal development so that I can bring through her pure energy and give you what you need for personal growth. So I don't know how the structure of the transmission is going to be or what the permission slip is going to be because going forward, all my transmissions are going to be like blindfold, meaning I will not know what's going to come through until I have transmitted it. I hope you approach this video with a clean heart, a clean approach, a clean attitude. And that's it. I hope you enjoy it. Dear beloved ones, it is time to awaken your Kundalini. And in order to awaken your Kundalini, you need to embrace the power of sexuality. Your sexual energies are very very potent and creative a lot of non-physical entities wish that they could have it you as humans are endowed and gifted with a lot of gifts that you take for granted and your sexuality is one of them sex is like bringing in higher energies which are non-physical in nature and materializing it, making it physical, that is a powerful creation process. Unfortunately, sexuality has been shamed and tabooed in your society for many purposes which are not for your highest good. So I am going to explore some of the taboos and ideas around sexuality and why it is important that you explore your sacredness and embrace the sexual aspect of it going forward in the first half of the transmission. The second half of the transmission I'm going to resume after a break where 
I'm going to explore a few ideas that you may have about your own sexuality that is in the subconscious level so that you become aware of them and then how you can release those ideas that are not for your highest good. So in this manner, I would urge you to explore the sacredness of sexuality and sexual energy for your highest good. Now, in your human society, why is sex regarded with so much shame and hiding and made to be sinful? I have to go back to the origins of when it started. Humans, as you know, in the beginning of the evolution, didn't wear clothes. They didn't feel the need to, unless they had to protect themselves from harsh weather. Sex was not a problem. It was discussed openly. It was practiced openly. People wouldn't have sex in hidden rooms or in privacy. It was very open. It was embraced, just like eating or drinking. You wouldn't be ashamed of eating in public or drinking anything like water or any juices in public, would you? Sex was similar to that, a very natural activity, a human activity. And because sex is very powerful in its energies, a lot of people realize that it could be used for controlling masses this is when organized structure in your society started to happen. When leaders did not find anything to control the masses, they created certain rules and norms in order to control the masses. Shame was one of them. Because how else? Will they convince you that whatever they are saying is correct and whatever you think is wrong? That's the only way to make you obey something without any question. Otherwise, the leaders are no different than the followers. So, certain hierarchical categories and preferences were created so that leaders could stay as leaders and followers could be controlled and manipulated using shame. Shame is a very powerful manipulation tool that is used in your society. And I will give you some examples of the things you are shamed for so that you don't have free access to that. But people of a certain 
privilege has ample access to that. Sex is considered shameful. Practicing or doing sex openly is considered shameful. Having money or displaying wealth is shamed in your society. The majority of your masses have not experienced abundance mainly because these early leadership wanted to keep certain resources only for themselves and didn't want to share it with the masses. And hence, money was declared as evil by them. It was meant to be accumulated hand in the hands of very few who deserved it or earned it. And there were arbitrary methods created to earn it. Money was not created to replace a barter system, unlike what your history says. Money was standardized as currencies in your early, early societies so that it can be controlled and regulated only by a select few because controlling people through shame and limiting resources allowed a certain sect of society to have unlimited power and they did not wish to share that power with the general mass. So they did not allow the followers or the regular people to use or have power in any way. So any act of power was considered as shameful and power was considered uh, was made to be considered as evil. So now sex is shameful, money is root of all evil and power is also evil because it corrupts people apparently. These kinds of negative thought forms were spread in your society because your general populace were not allowed to experience these and which better ways can the society be manipulated and controlled into obedience? It has to be shame because you as humans are perfectly capable in every sense. You are as intelligent as your leaders. So how can they differentiate themselves from you? It is through those things, power, money, or having unlimited access to sex. That is why in your popular media, it is portrayed as people who are popular or rich having access to easy sex, unlike other people as if you had to be rich to have sex, especially for men. 
this is another collective negative card that was introduced that if men have a lot of money, which is again equated with power, those rare things, then they can have sex without shame. And that is a good thing. So these kinds of arbitrary rules were created many, many long time ago when the human societies were forming. Unfortunately, those who protested or saw through this nonsense were murdered, mutilated, jailed, and shamed as witches, wizards, druids, or anarchists. They were sidelined from the society. I bring you this history so that you start recognizing these tendencies in the society that is prevalent in the mainstream media and become aware whether you wish to be continued to be manipulated or not. So I'm not going to focus on the power or the money aspect that I discussed. That is something Michael will take up in some other transmission on abundance. I'm going to discuss only about sex. So now that you understand why sex became a shameful thing in the society, there is no harm embracing your sexuality openly. Your LGBTQ community, the transgenders, are the society's way of adjusting in accepting the different variations of sexuality and sexual expression by itself. In a sense, all the people of the LGBTQ community who have been openly discussing and proclaiming their gender, their sexuality without shame are allowing much of this shame and collective trauma to uplift. So please support anyone who expresses their sexuality in any way, shape or form openly. They do not have to belong to a specific community. Even heterosexual people can proclaim their sexuality openly and shamelessly. Your common population has a tendency to shame anything that appears sexual or revealing, but this is changing. So I urge you to understand now why it is important at this point of your evolution to embrace your sexuality because you as humans are meant to experience and perform certain functions like eating, breathing, excreting, sleeping, and sex is 
one of such activities which is a normal part of your life. Not only is it normal, but it is also supremely important for you. More important than the other activities, except for breathing, of course. Because in your sexual energy lies your power of creation. Sexual energy is raw, physical, creative energy. If you want to express your creativity, do not suppress your sexuality or sexual desires, for that will severely hamper your creativity. Because sex allows you to procreate children, bring down beings of non-physical realms and physicalize them as babies. Can you imagine that kind of power? Sex is powerful energy. Do not underestimate that. That's why some of you who have traveled astrally, you may have had encounters with beings who had sex with you astrally because they were wanting the sexual energy that you have. In your primitive mythology, such beings were known as succubus who would go around people to people changing their forms in the astral realm to get this sexual energy from them in a harmful way, of course. But coming back to your human realms, you should have healthy sexual desires and healthy sexual activities. There is no shame in sex. In terms of spirituality, if you have ever heard of Tantra, which is more common in Indian traditions, Tantra is all about the communion between the masculine and the divine feminine. Divine masculine and divine feminine. Tantra is all about union and this union can be made more powerful and it can physicalize as a seed of creation through sex. So sex has played an important role in many spiritual communities, especially Indians and the Asians because they truly understood the power and importance of the Kundalini which is tied to your sexual energy. The Kundalini is located at the base of your spine where your root chakra is located. It is an energetic being which is which resembles the safe shape of a serpent or a snake which is coiled and sleeping. Kundalini in Sanskrit means coiled snake. If you have had dreams of snakes, 
those are your interactions with your kundalini energy. So, how is sexuality related to kundalini? When you have clean thoughts around sex, when you truly believe sex is healthy, creative and good and a natural thing to do without any shame or negative thoughts around it, you can take this clean, pure sexual energy to activate your kundalini. Sex has a lot of power and the kundalini activation requires that kind of raw power and kickstart. So you will have great difficulty in activating your kundalini if you have not embraced the sacredness of your sexuality. I will not go into the details of how to activate the kundalini because that is a proper process which is not the topic of today's transmission. However, I would urge you to understand the benefits of it so that you understand why I'm bringing you the topic of sacred sexuality today. The kundalini when activated it passes through the spine and reaches the pineal gland. And in that process of passing through your spine and the sushumna nari, it activates all the chakras and whatever it contains, meaning the chakra contains is magnified. It is upgrading your body to receive higher frequencies of energies. Kundalini is often depicted as a snake in certain pictures of great beings who have awakened it. In your popular mythology, you will find a figure of a snake on top of the pharaohs in Egypt that indicates that Kundalini is activated when the snake is not on the head but somewhere in the neck, that means the kundalini has not reached the crown but only till the throat chakra and it is blocked and hasn't reached the crown. So many beings in your mythology has been represented with snakes around them. It indicates the activation of the kundalini energy of those beings. Except for any monster who has been shown with snake heads or snake as hairs, those are not symbolic of Kundalini. Snakes being as part of the body does not symbolize Kundalini. Snake as a whole animal when it is shown depicted in some mythological figure not as part of the body of some being it means the kundalini of that being is activated till that level so people who have their kundalini activated are extremely charismatic 
very abundant, successful, and they become leaders. You will never mistake or miss a person whose Kundalini is activated. That's why great kings in ancient mythologies were urged to activate their Kundalinis before they became kings so that they could rule the kingdom with fairness, wisdom, and heart. Now coming back to sacred sexuality. Why do I call it sacred? Because sex is nothing but sacred. It is a sacred act of creation. When you take sexual energy, you not only can create babies, but people who are very high in sexual energies are very good at executing decisions and making things come to reality. If you have tendencies to procrastinate, if you don't feel energetic, if you are experiencing fatigue or complete lack of inspiration or creativity, it is usually because your sexual energies are depleted. That's why people who are in your movie industries or any creative field who are extremely creative are known to sometimes get involved in scandals or sexual scandals, as you call it, since sexual sex is shamed in your societies because they cannot control their sexual energy. They are abundant in sexual energy. That's why they are creative, and that's why they have reached such pinnacle of success through their powers of creation, among our other things. If you wish to heal your chakras, your body in general, you need to allow yourself to embrace love and accept the positive aspects of sex and sexuality in general. This will promote not only good health and well-being, this will also enhance your vitality, enhance your creativity, and also your immune systems. So, practice your sexual acts with caution and protection and moderation because such energies, especially for men, can be lost with discharges. For women, the sexual energy can be lost or is at its lowest when you are going through your menstruation. So, 
having sex in moderation is a good practice. Some of your humans have learned how to use the sexual energy for other purposes, especially men. There is a practice where men would not discharge after the sexual act, but they would hold on to their semen, thus holding on to the sexual boom that was created in the body and then regulate it and spread it across their body and use it for their daily day-to-day -day activities. That is tremendously empowering and it can boost your ability to perform whatever normal activity that you are doing because you are building up on the sexual energy and instead of discharging, you are utilizing and re reabsorbing back in the body, thus allowing the creative energy to be absorbed in cell regeneration. So in your stem cell research, where the stem cells are a representation of raw sexual energy, what it means is when the cells of your body come in contact with sexual energy, then they start reproducing newer fresh cells and also healing, repairing or discarding older or diseased cells. So sexual energy is used by the cells in your body for regeneration. And that is extremely good because it allows you to maintain your youth, your vitality, and you will not experience the signs of aging or weakness even at older age because the sexual energy, when transmuted in the body, allows each and every organ and cells to regenerate itself and create fresh new cells, which is deeply nourishing for the body. So, sex has that kind of effect and power in your body when you know how to transmute it. There are many organizations who are known to perform sexual alchemy, meaning they know how to harness the energies and the power of the sexual nature to reutilize for the growth of their cell, body cells. Some also use the sexual energy 
to revitalize the brain cells. They bring up the sexual energy to their head, which allows the neurons and the brain cells to develop newer cells, fresh cells, thus increasing your brain's performance activity and heals it from any kind of developing illness. Those who harness sexual energies in such forms will never experience any mental illnesses like dementia, Alzheimer's, schizophrenia, because the cells in the brain use the sexual energy to regenerate itself. So they would never experience loss of cells or loss in terms of damage. Sex is vital, vitalizing. So in the second part of my transmission, I will show you how to transmute this sexual energy. This is only available for advanced users who are serious about spiritual development and have clean thoughts about sex. If you have negative ideas around sex, then it would be very harmful for you to do the sexual transmutations. So in my second half of the transmission, I will also give you certain tools and techniques to clear your thoughts around sex and sexuality before you do it or use it, just use the sexual energy for transmutation. I will resume after the break. Wow. So the second half of the recording is going to be available on my website. This is how I've been asked to do the transmissions going forward. The first half is going to introduce you to the idea and the benefits. And if you feel drawn to it, if you feel like this is something for you and you want to seriously practice it, then you can purchase the second half of the transmission, which has some serious to-dos in, in, uh, in building the practice itself. So I hope you enjoy this transmission and I'll see you in the second half.